The Apartment Rebellion will not be televised. Resident experience will be more than a buzzword. Staff experience will finally matter. It's happening right now. It's in the hands of the doers, the innovators, the boundary pushers, who are moving the industry forward, just like the people on this show. This is the Apartment Rebels podcast, hosted by Flamingo CEO Jude Chi. Welcome, friends of the rebellion, and may the force be with you. Well, welcome to another episode of Flamingo's Apartment Rebels podcast. So on the episode, uh, which is probably our last for the day, um, I have Alex Winmoon. And the reason why I'm like looking at his uh, business card is because we just met and Alex was telling me about all the cool things that you all do. So I wanted to kind of give an overview about who you are, uh, what your company does, and kind of dig in on the cool things that you guys are doing. Sure. Yeah. I work for HG Fenton. We're mm-hmm. a family-based organization in San Diego, yeah. primarily in real estate, industrial. And our our ability to have our, our people be business leaders yeah. is what I was initially talking to you about. Yeah. And their empowerment. And, and I also want to talk to you about a really cool project we were having. Yeah. And so that's kind of what's important to us is how do we align what's important to the customer and empower our employees to deliver that. Yeah. So on the end, you mentioned you guys do both uh, multifamily and then industrial. What do those look like? So are you all primarily in San Diego? Are you national? Or what does the portfolio look sure. like? So we have about 3,500 units in San Diego. We have an additional just under 700 units in Austin, Texas. And we have commercial, ultimately about a million square feet of commercial. Yeah. 80% of that is industrial use. Oh, wow. For life science and those kind of things. Yeah. So what are your properties like known for? You were mentioning that you guys recently had a project where you uh, basically converted a hospital into an apartment and did something really cool as part of the renovation where you split the building in two so residents would have like more sunlight. Yeah, we have a very unique project. It was actually the old Sharp Steely building. Um, and ultimately what we did was there's a third mil- three buildings and... They're all renovated, rebuilt, restructured, uh, come to the lifestyle customers are looking for. Yeah. And ultimately, the third building was really a unique story because we didn't know what to do with it. We wanted to bring a lot more light given yeah. the age of the building. And our development team came up with a brilliant idea to, to, cut, to cut a hole in the middle of the building. Yeah. And being able to uh, bring in more natural sunlight. And, yeah. And it's really cool. We have some amazing pictures on our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, True Bankers Hill, that's the T-U-R. T-R-U, Bankers Hill. And you'll find it on Instagram. And some really good stories of how it all came together. And and our customers are really happy and our our employees are proud. Yeah. So you mentioned that one of the things you guys focus on, rather than having like a property manager or whatever, you guys uh, really designate them as like business leaders. Can you talk more about that and what that actually means and what is a business leader? Sure. So we we focus on lifestyle. It's Mm -hmm. important for us to align with what the, the lifestyle our customers are looking for. Mm-hmm. And to do that, we need to make sure we have employees that are empowered mm-hmm. and they are running their business so they can make the decisions as close to the customers as possible. Yeah. And the customer doesn't have to wait for an answer. And you're empowered to take care of any issue they may have, or also just be able to connect with customers, knowing that you have the authority to do that in all ways. So how did that like come to be or what motivated that before? Were you all having your side teams that reach out to corporate in order to 
uh, make decisions? Or why did you guys implement something like business leader? Sure. So we don't really have a corporate. We have kind of more of like an employee lifestyle yeah. in our organization. And through that culture, we identify lifestyle as being what we think customers are willing to pay for. Mm -hmm. So we know they're willing to pay for it. We've proved that out over a hundred plus years being yeah. in the industry. Wow. Um, so to be able to do that and do that consistently well, you need to make sure you have employees that are empowered so you then create customers that can be loyal for life. And yeah. Can't create customers that are loyal for life that ultimately don't have employees that are loyal for life. Yeah. I think those two go together. No, I love that your resident experience is in every way equal to my employee experience. So when you think about some of the decisions that your teams are able to make, can you kind of talk through examples where at other companies, the business leaders would not be able to make that type of decision? I know right now, one of the big frustrations in the industry for a lot of side teams is that they really do not feel like they can make decisions uh, by themselves. Okay. So what are some examples uh, for, for you guys where the side teams are really feeling empowered and to make really critical and impactful decisions. You know, one of the things we tell folks is if you can make any decision in our organization, as long as you are aligned in our values, meaning you're fair-minded in your approach, yeah. you do what you say you're going to do. And, and for us, that is the guiding aspect we want. Anything else, if something happens and we have a negative result, we consider that tuition. Yeah. Uh, ultimately. Because in the end, that customer experience is what really truly matters. And we have an employee that decides to go above and beyond mm -hmm. and it may be out of scope, so be it. Yeah. If that made that customer feel a certain way, mm -hmm. for example, in our industry, we hear a lot about can't, can't waive a late fee. Yeah. As basic as that is, we wouldn't ever have a challenge with that in our organization because wow. you, you're beyond the power to, you know, waive someone's late fee if you understand their story about what happened yeah. and. Those kind of things that being human first yeah. matters, right? So that's that's why we drive our culture the way we do. Because you know, when we had the pandemic, first thing we did was we discounted rents. Mm -hmm. We went out and we knew we were in a tough time, and we went out to our customers and say, you know, take ten percent off your rent for the next two months. So we gave a total of twenty percent off, yeah, to our customers. During, and then we work with them and partner with them when they couldn't pay, right? Uh, so we, we we heard the stories and. Then we had issues where as the pandemic went longer, as a level of business leaders, a finished story would be a customer, we get a call from one of our customer's family members, mm -hmm. haven't heard from someone. Can yeah. you please check on that? Maybe they haven't gotten their medicine. Yeah. And our team or their pet was home alone and no one's there. Our team, you can call us, we're there. Yeah. And we, we won't be worried about, oh, liability going into someone's apartment. Yeah. We don't worry about those things because- we should end, a lot of it, property management. And, and that's, that's our model. You yeah. take care of people and they take care of you. It's very simple philosophy. So on the really, I would say practical side of things, like let's say I am one of your business leaders or property managers, and I come across an awesome technology or an awesome company that is going to cost the company like $1,000 per month. And I wanted to implement that. Like as the business leader, am I able to make that decision to say, hey, I want to I want to do this. So I need some budget or I'm going to divert budget from something else to adopt that. So we, that have, we, have, we have what we call our organization uh, innovation initiative mm -hmm. where you can partner with your leader, bring any idea that you have to ultimately get funding for it. Yeah. So it's not so much in a, in a box of yes, yes or no. It's mm -hmm. as an aspect of, you know, how does this improve the quality of life of the customer, the employee experience? 
And if it does one of those two things, yeah. we'll test it. We'll try it. We'll spend the money. Yeah. Uh, we'll spend $40,000 trying something and see how it works. Wow. To me, it's not about the dollar amount. It's about, can you try something, innovate, yeah. and then see if it works. And if it works, great. Can you scale it? Can yeah. you not? Great. But at least we tried it. At least you're empowered to know that you have resources behind you yeah. to ultimately be able to do something. No, that you I think may, may, make, may make an impact. I love that. Yeah. So from like your recent uh, history or time on a company, what have been some of those initiatives where it has been like one of the business leaders is like, hey, guys, I really want to implement this. And you guys have gone ahead and uh, done it. And it's turned out well. And it's something that you guys have implemented across the board. Yeah, let's tie it back to what I originally said in the beginning, where we try to be as close to our customer with the decisions we make. Yeah. They tell us what they want. And it's our job to provide them with yeah. what they're looking for, or at least find some alignment to be able to meet them where they are. Right. And I think we had one where customers had large dogs. And in that sub market, we had some shadow market from single family housing. And when we looked at what was the difference, people liked the yards of the mm-hmm. single family. So we got an innovate idea to <laughs> use money to test extending patios <laughs> to ensure that now someone can feel like they have a backyard. Oh, wow. So usually you would never, you know, break up, take off from your gate. Yeah. So we were able to do that and customers love it. Yeah. And if it was someone coming and saying, hey, you may want to do this because I'm competing with X. Yeah. I was saying they want that. I'm listening to the customer. And that was our goal, right? If you're a business leader, you're going to hear what the customer is saying. Yeah. And it's in moments like that, you know, you have resources yeah. to, to deliver what the customer yeah. is saying. That is awesome. And then, so everything always comes down to ROI, NOI, impact, data, or whatever it is. So what have been some of the impact from this type of model where your employees feel extremely empowered? Has that impacted NOI? Has that impacted your um, renewals? Has that impacted employee turnover where it's less than the industry, the industry average? Like where have you guys seen the impact of this? Yeah, we would not have been as successful as we've been to navigate the pandemic if we did not have business leaders. Yeah. Meaning if we did not have leaders that had complete ownership of their assets. Mm-hmm. And for example, when we're starting to come into somewhat of the recovery, yeah. we had a lot of rent relief programs. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't enough for our business leader group. They went out and found charities for our customers yeah. to also inquire about. And next, you know, we have this list of 50 different charities, yeah. not to mention the state and local resources that we have provided. Yeah. And we were able to give our customers all these resources yeah. and not just give it to them, but walk them through the entire process. Yeah. Uh, talk to caseworkers oh, wow. for them. Uh, know that they were missing a form. That's the only that's stopping them to, to relieving that heavy burden of debt off yeah, their shoulders. Well. We would call the customer, you know, get on a three-way with the, 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 um, the, the caseworker. Yeah. And get them approved. And so they can now have that, that level of burden off their shoulder. Mm-hmm. That you gotta be a business leader to do that. That's gotta matter to you. And you, it doesn't matter unless you own it. No, I absolutely love that. Yeah, no, one of my really big passions in this industry has been to advocate for employee experience and employee empowerment, because like you said, it allows your teams to be extremely creative, find solutions, because at the end of the day, they are the ones that are like much, 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 much closer to uh, the customer. Sure. And you can't have any big innovation if they are not driving uh, that change or don't feel empowered. 
So I really appreciate you being on, Alex. So, so this, this is awesome. Yeah. No, dude. This, 